In fact, we have a big uh, uh, current use case where a customer, a national, uh, well-known coffee retailer, mm -hmm. has essentially said, hey, you know, we have a bunch of coffee machines around the world globally, but they're not connected in any way, so we can't do any predictive maintenance on it. So essentially, we came in with um, Sphere, and I'll talk about this guardian device that we installed in that, um, in that unit. And now they have now connected coffee machines, so they can uh, get greater efficiency, better customer experience. Uh, they can upload coffee recipes right in the machine, do software updates right there from a uh, from remote, remote location. Uh, reduce the number of truck rolls because they can do the predictive maintenance prior to the uh, problems actually occurring. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 30th episode of the Data Binge podcast. Woo! I cannot believe it's been already two years since I've started this, this journey coming up in uh, February of this 2020, actually. But it's been such a truly exciting experience. I mean, navigating my network, getting interest from people I know and don't know, essentially talking to strangers, <laughs> talking to colleagues, talking to friends, and recording these different discussions, whether it be in person or uh, over a Zoom call, and just really trying to understand what they're all about, what differentiates them, what interests them, and then also figuring out how I can better myself from learning from them in my career, my personal life, but essentially taking this entire discussion profile and then bringing it to you, the listener, and, and hoping that you can bring uh, something positive away from it or pick up some value that you can apply to your personal life or your career. It's been an amazing journey for me. I really, really appreciate everyone that's been listening, following, and uh, adding value by just taking something away from the discussions because that, for me, is the, is the funnest part about this entire thing. So if you know of someone special or interesting that I should have on in the future based upon what you've heard so far in these last 30 episodes, please feel free to reach out and introduce them at Derek at thedatabinge.com. Once again, thank you so much for being a listener. Okay. Today's episode features a new collaboration project I've taken on, the audio recording of a LinkedIn Live video broadcast that a colleague and I created. You'll know my co-host, Ali Mazahari. He's the director of the Microsoft Technology Center in Irvine, and he's been on the podcast before. Episode 23, if you want to check that out. Simply Tech Live is our new live broadcast, and it focuses on a similar domain as this podcast, but with more emphasis on the evolving landscape of technology, specifically through the lens of Microsoft-focused areas, our partner ecosystem, and what's most exciting about this featured project, you're going to hear from our customers as well, all with the goal to talk about technology, where it is today, and where it's going to be tomorrow. Today's featured live broadcast took place at the Irvine Microsoft Technology Center in our envisioning studio. And again, with this live broadcast, we encouraged folks who follow me on LinkedIn to engage in real time with us. And this proved to be a really fun experience. We also shared the recorded link for on-demand viewing. So if you'd like to view the video broadcast or follow any future broadcasts that come up in the near to long term, you can also catch anything we post via our new LinkedIn page. Just do a quick search for Simply Tech Live in the LinkedIn search bar. Our first episode, Invincible Espresso, a connected experience with Azure Sphere, <laughs> featured Phil Heine from Avnet. Phil is currently the Director of Global Business Development at Avnet where he spent over 17 years of his career in roles ranging from engineering, sales, business development, and now product management. 
Avnet is a global distributor, solution provider, designer, and engineering firm with more than 15,000 employees in over 140 countries worldwide. Their vertical segments include everything from electronics, manufacturing, and consumer devices, all the way to healthcare and energy. Avnet also became the sole distributor of Azure Sphere just over a year ago. You'll quickly understand why we call this Espresso Invincible, but it's founded on capabilities that Azure Sphere enhances. You're really going to like this technology. Azure Sphere is a microcontroller unit at its lowest level, or MCU, which are used in automatically controlled devices like automobile engine control systems, implantable to medical devices, etc. But Azure Sphere has built-in security and high-performance operability right on the chip, right on the hardware, built-in, including a Microsoft operating system, as well as a security service that is designed to guard its connected ecosystem from emerging threats. So imagine this chip sits between any device like the off-shelf Nespresso machine we're going to have in the demo and coordinates between the Azure cloud and the actual device, allowing end-to-end security within the IoT experience. So really, really cool. And I think even listening in, you'll hear how excited we are with this new IoT technology. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to episode number 30. Now I bring you episode number one from the Simply Tech live broadcast recording. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Simply Tech live here at the Microsoft Technology Center in Irvine. I'm your co-host, Derek Russell. I'm a data and AI specialist for the West Microsoft Enterprise Operating Unit, having a ton of fun out here. And Simply Tech Live is going to be a collection of conversations with technology leaders and business practitioners on the evolving landscape of technology. So everything from AI and ML, all the way to IoT and connected devices, which we'll be talking a little bit more about today, all the way into the future state of HoloLens, which we'll have discussions in the future. Again, this is a live broadcast, so we'll be engaging with you real-time on LinkedIn. So if you're part of my network, please follow along and engage, ask questions, comments, whatsoever. And then if you are viewing from on-demand or a shareable link that we've shared out to you, we'll go ahead and, and supply our emails so that folks can engage with us and ask us questions and things like that. So really excited to kick this thing off, and I'll go ahead and let Ali introduce himself and introduce our featured guest for today. Absolutely. Uh, Ali Mazaheri, I'm the director of Irvine MTC in Irvine, Southern California. And I'm super excited that after months of planning with Derek, we finally, you know, kicked this off. It took some time and planning. We have like people like Nate that are helping us behind the camera. Uh, I'm very excited, as Derek mentioned, to have our very own special guest, Phil. Uh, Phil is from Avnet. Avnet not only is the, the sole provider uh, of Azure Sphere to the market currently that works with Microsoft. They're also a great customer of SEOU that I'm support and cover. And uh, with that, I would like Phil to go over his role and what he does, and we get into the content together. Perfect. Thank you, guys, and thank you for letting me be part of this first event. Very exciting. Of course. So as the guys mentioned, my name is Phil Heine, and I work for a company called Avnet Electronics. And I've been with the company for 17 years now in a variety of roles from sales marketing, engineering, business development, and more recently, product management. Um, In my current role as global uh, product manager for Azure Sphere, which I'm going to talk about today, um, that's what I'm doing today, and we have exciting things to talk about and introduce you to this new product. Really cool. And just 
on some of the pre-reads and things that you sent me before this discussion, uh, Abnet does a lot. So can you talk a little bit about specifically what Abnet does, what you guys provide, and why the heck we're standing in front of this espresso machine? Okay, all right, I'd be happy to do that. Besides that, I love espresso. Yeah. Besides that you love espresso. We do know that. So, um, so Abnet is a uh, been in business for over 100 years. Um, not over 100, just coming up on 100 years, excuse me. And we're about a $20 billion company, and we are a global electronics distributor and also a global solutions provider. Um, specifically, and why we're here to talk about um, today in the coffee machine, is uh, an IoT implementation that we've introduced to the MTC here, and it's based on Azure Sphere. Um, Azure Sphere, uh, about a year and a half ago, we collaborated with Microsoft, and as Ali mentioned, we are the sole distributor of the chip level solution. And um, it's an edge device that provides security to uh, new devices that are being developed or potentially adding retroactive security to existing installed devices um, out that are already deployed. So um, let me talk a little bit about, about Azure Sphere. Um, Azure Sphere is a three-part solution. So there's a hardware piece, in this case the MCU, which is just a little bit smaller than my <laughs> thumbnail. Don't put that in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that's the hardware element. And the software element is a secure operating system. It's a Linux system. Um, and uh, then there's the security service that runs on Azure. So what makes this product unique is all three of those service, or excuse me, elements are native in the device. So it really takes a lot of the complexity out of building security in edge devices. And what also makes it unique is um, this is the only device in the market today that has Microsoft coined term seven properties of a secure device. And I don't always remember those seven properties, so I'm going to read them off. It's hardware root of trust, defense in depth, small trusted computing base, dynamic um, uh, compartments. My, I usually work with classes. Uh, certified base authentication, failure reporting, and renewable security. So, can the, I interrupt you for a second? I mean, these are all great, but. Maybe I can start brewing my own coffee while you guys have let's, a conversation. You've been, you've been antsy to, yeah, right? been antsy to do that. I know. <laughs> coffee. That's okay. Great. Great. That'll give me a chance to talk a little bit about what we're seeing here today as he's brewing this cup of coffee. All right. So, what? And then, Phil, you, so you're, you you talk about these seven different properties, and um, I'm going to hold you to memorizing those in the next five minutes. <laughs> All seven. Exactly. Um, talk about the seven properties. Azure Sphere is obviously end-to-end, -end, very secure, um, but what is that, how is that different from the ways that people are traditionally deploying IoT devices, and what's, why is this so magical? Right. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, is you don't have to get a new degree to design a, this microcontroller into an existing device, right? It's the same, it's an ARM-based microcontroller, it's a Linux-based operating system, but it's really the simplification of the security that makes it unique, right? So. Um, what we, um, what, so, so taking that complexity out of security is, is, is one thing that makes it unique. Also the fact that it has over there updates. So if a lot of the devices today um, are only as secure as the day you install it, right? Mm -hmm. So what the security service that sits on Azure does is it uh, monitors threats, it categorizes them, and then pushes them back to the device so the device is always current with the latest updates. Right. Got it, got it. So, so what did this thing just do? So I think we kind of missed the action, but yeah, so I, I, I yeah. Yeah, so, so 
the cool thing about this thing is this was just an off-the-shelf coffee machine. You can buy from Amazon or any other place, right? And um, it has no connectivity, no Wi-Fi, no Ethernet, no USB. So it's basically just plugged in the wall and it works, right? So what we did is we hooked up a power monitor that uh, takes advantage of Azure Sphere. And it basically monitors the voltage and current and tells you when a coffee's been, been brewed, how many cups have been brewed, the type of coffee that was brewed, whether it was espresso, double espresso, or, or uh, regular coffee. And then, okay, now it's doing this brewing. And it also um, gives you some uh, ability to monitor whether or not you, how many cups you've done over the course of the month so you can be predictive about uh, replacing the pods and so forth. And I think one thing that I loved about this solution when we first talked uh, was that usually when we talk to customers about IoT, uh, everybody looking at, oh, we should have this high-end, like super intelligent device that can send all the data. And this is a great example of how we can use Azure Sphere and the, the cloud solution behind to get all those telemetric information for something as simple as a, a current change or a voltage. Sure. And then use that data and insights. Right. That's where, you know, you will jump in and help customers to kind of leverage and harvest that data. This is really cool. And then uh, real time, Ken Miller, who's the GM of our intelligent cloud on the West, he came in and said, hey, love the security story, super cool. So, and I'm gonna have my you know, triple shot of espresso, here's the Ken. Yeah, yeah you're explode <laughs> there in a few minutes. Right. So, okay, so what are folks saying about Sphere? Um, like real customers, um, you're kind of boots in the ground, you're, you're distributing this kind of stuff. And what are some just general use cases above and beyond sure. brewing some coffee? Yeah. Close, take advantage I, of. I mean, people view this as a game changer um, because of the simplicity and just how it's built in and the hardware and the software and, and the uh, security service is all native. You know, you don't have to take um, six or seven different companies that are all doing mm -hmm. dis desperate, disparate things and then trying to piece that all together. Mm -hmm. um, so the security is just kind of natively um, in the device, and it just it takes on all the, the, the complexity. Um, in terms of use cases, I mean, generically, any place that you want security um, uh, built into an edge device, it's going to provide it. But we've seen a lot of people that are doing asset monitoring, mm -hmm. um, uh, predictive healthcare. maintenance, in healthcare, yeah. industrial, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, retail, restaurants. Um, we, in fact, we have a big... Uh, uh, current use case where a customer, a national, uh, well-known coffee retailer, mm -hmm. has essentially said, hey, you know, we have a bunch of coffee machines around the world globally, but they're not connected in any way, so we can't do any predictive maintenance on it. So essentially, we came in with um, Sphere, and I'll talk about this guardian device that we installed in that, um, in that unit, and now they have now connected coffee machines so they can uh, get greater efficiency, better customer experience, uh, they can upload coffee recipes right in the machine, do software updates right there from uh, from remote remote location, uh, reduce the number of truck rolls because they can do the predictive maintenance prior to the uh, problems actually occurring. One other one other example if we bring in, uh, we actually work with Gojo. Uh, mm -hmm. That's for you know their hand sanitizer that is you know being used at hospitals to improve the hygiene and you know the efficiency. And these are all the great examples that when half customers come into the NTC, we can go over and even discuss the architecture behind. Right. right. Yeah, I think you know, I'm a data and AI guy, so I'm, I'm so fascinated by the AI, the really cool leading tech, uh, data strategy, data engineering, and security is not something that I get out of bed and like, oh, let's go talk about security, but it's, it's so inherently important. Um, just a quick Gartner IoT fact, 25% of cyber attacks 
25% uh, of cyber will uh, uh, target IoT devices by the early 2020s. So this is this is an issue. Um, there was a white paper I read, and I can put a link to the to the white paper in the, the discussion. But I talked about the five risks to IoT, and just a, a couple of them: polluting data and compromising business insights. So messing with company data, using hacked devices for malicious activity. Uh, a lot of the folks that we're talking to use IoT devices for vending machines and paint booths and everything that you could possibly Fridge imagine. Fridge inside your house, like you know. It's your data, and how do you secure it? So as simple as address real time. Yeah, it's Absolutely. an incredible thing. So I guess, um, and just going back to this Guardian thing we we're talking about, mm -hmm. this, this um, sure. uh, solution that Abnet has, um, there's some greenfield opportunities, mm -hmm. which are like net new IoT opportunities, and there's brownfield opportunities. Right. I've seen both. I've seen more in the brownfield, and typically those are pretty tough. What, what's your perspective on those two ideas? Yeah. Situations. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think um, brownfield is particularly applicable now because we have a lot of install install devices out in the field that just weren't connected, right? And there's apprehension from a lot of customers saying, "Do I really want to connect a device because of the concerns that you just mentioned?" So they just want to make sure that the data is secure. So Guardian is a collaboration between Microsoft and Abnet where we created a device that can essentially take and a, a deploy unit, like the coffee machine I described at the, the major retailer, and just take the data from that machine, hook it up seamlessly, and connect it securely to the cloud, right? So taking all that complexity out, simplifying it, and just connecting that so that they, then you can gain insights and so forth. So the actual install base is much larger than the new products, the Greenfield opportunities mm -hmm. that are coming out right now. Mm -hmm. So we're finding a huge opportunity in install devices. When it comes to Greenfield devices, um, then it's designing this chip in, right? So that's where you get engineers that want to design it with an ARM processor, a Linux operating system, and know that the security is, and software is built into the device. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. And it's such a small unit as well. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like we have some, some comments on the feed as well, Ali. Yeah. Looks like uh, Stephanie said, awesome demo. Thanks, Stephanie. Uh, Kiki, what's up, Kiki? Great to see the Interact demo on Adrosphere. You know, I should give a shout out to Kiki, by the way, because, you know, she and Matt, they were, you know, the two main uh, great team members that brought this to my attention and said, you know, hey, we have all these showcases, Agnet is your customer, how come you don't have that here? So, you know, hey, let's do it. And, I mean, definitely that was one of the, the great partnerships that we've seen in the past, both with the product team and also with Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. really fun. That's really fun. You know, one thing I wanted to mention, and I, I thought of it earlier, was... Um, the beauty of Sphere is whether you have a device that's greenfield, so a new device or a brownfield device, um, Sphere actually captures the data from that device and connects to the security service. service. So it's isolating the device itself from the cloud. So really it's Sphere that's doing the entire communication with the security service, which is, has the built-in protection. Mm -hmm. And then the device itself is essentially... Um, um, safe from all attacks and threats. And a traditional device would just be uh, natively cloud connected, and that's the issue. Well, I think. Well, I mean, if if it's a if it's a regular um, uh, historical MCU microcontroller mm -hmm. uh, that has security in it, uh, yet yeah, you don't always have that barrier, if you Got will, it. between the device itself and and the uh, communication in the cloud. So it's that barrier that uh, provides that advantage. And Ken just said that he wants to have a triple shot just like you. So, <laughs> I, Next time you're here, I'll give it to you. I had too much, and that's why I'm, uh, I'm over here on fire. Um, so this is, this is amazing stuff. And I think from what I 
think about and how I talk with customers and the reasons why I was asking about the Brownsfield opportunity. And please, Ali, give, give your, your perspective here. But when a customer approaches me or team, um, typically they don't have a data strategy mm-hmm. and we're hyper-focused on the data strategy, meaning how, are, how is data ingested, whether it be application, mm-hmm. sensor, sensors, uh, other data sources, whatever. Where is it being stored? Obviously, we like folks to store it on our cloud or mm-hmm. in their hybrid data state on Microsoft yep. technology. How it's being analyzed with things like machine learning and cognitive services, and finally, how it's being distributed. Most of the time, folks are like, I want to talk about IoT. And none of these things are set in place. And this is the key. Like, you know, the first time I saw the app, light bulb was just like popping up. The first thing was, okay, how can we use this data for supply chain? I mean, Dynamics 365. How can we send notifications to the people that they're going to be in charge of, you know, bringing the supply? I mean, all this, the capsules, uh, we're running out of it. <laughs> Abner was gracious enough to send us, you know, the first pack. And I have to go and pay it up my dime. So I have to be a little bit careful about, you know, how many espressos, especially if we have people like Ken coming to the MPC. We've got to limit to one shot. But these are, when we talk about the three cloud solutions, I mean, this is where the IoT will unlock the data. But you need to act on top on top of it. Otherwise, you know, just having the IoT and the data like itself going to the cloud is not going to work. So Ellie, and, and being, and now you're at a director level, and you were a chief architect here at the Microsoft Technology Center, um, and that's how I know Phil for this collaboration. Like, what do you guys do here? Just for folks that don't understand absolutely how to utilize the space. Besides having cool demos, and you know, we have a great uh, team of you know uh, highly sophisticated architects that can work you know with customers and you know with you guys. Uh, when we talk about IoT solutions or anything that is powered by cloud, we can provide the engagements, whether it's a proof of concept or hackathon, to kind of start with the idea and kind of make it work. Uh, we have access to Azure Sphere, the dev boards that you know we manufacture by Admin, for example. And we can go and spend like two or three days. We've done this a couple of times uh, with your customers. And I think that's the key scenario that we want to be involved to partner with our customers and our vendors, which also are the customers like AppMed, and you guys to make that solution more realistic and something that they can go into production. I completely agree. And I, I, think, I think customers just don't know as much as they probably should that they should come in here and start really hacking these things out and looking at these really cool use cases. Yeah. Uh, one other thing is uh, we have 15 locations across the U.S. That means, you know, any major city, there's going to be an MTC in it. Uh, all you have to do is to talk to your account rep, and we'll be more than glad to have you guys hosted for those hackings. Thank you for that, Ali. Okay. So uh, looks like uh, Kevin Kirik. Um, he said, way to go, Microsoft, making the Azure Sphere, low-cost development can be able to bring this technology designers for mass adoption, so he's giving us some kudos there. Um, so we're kind of closing out here, at the, engaging at the top of the hour, wanted to leave us on a, a, a couple uh, defining ideas. So Phil, you've, you've been working with Abnet, you said, for almost 17 years. Um, what are some learnings about this entire era of IoT and things that folks should really be thinking about in terms of IoT adoption and just... Yeah. Like, let us get in your brain for a second and sure, give us some advice sure, here. Sure. Yeah, I think I think what we've seen is um, any customer that is hesitant um, to implement IoT because of security concerns or the associated complexity of developing products that are secure, um, they can, should consider Sphere. Um, we found that customers are concerned one about their data or their customers' data or the are their brand. 
right? Uh, a single security breach can threaten their customer base and, can, and uh, devalue their brand very quickly, right? So Sphere just essentially um, puts their mind at ease. Uh, it uh, allows them to implement security easily. And um, it's, it's a solution that um, allows them to get into an IoT implementation um, a lot quicker than they could with uh, other sources. And I, I guess I would say also Avnet, um, being a traditional hardware provider uh, and a software provider, mm -hmm. also can provide services, services above the cloud yeah. and below the cloud. So whether or not it's uh, driver development or VSP development or app development, mm -hmm. dashboards, um, things of that nature, we're a one-stop shop or an end-to-end -end solution when it comes to all of those services as well around IoT. Yeah, the last mm -hmm. one is very important because when we talk to the customers, most of them they know Avnet as a you know hardware manufacturer. Where we've been, theater, where we've been. Not yeah. thinking about the yeah. services, and this is where we can bring all this you know free parties together to help our customers with sure. you guys. Sure. And use all the experience, the hands-on experience, you know, how we can deploy security to right. cloud, how we can automate things like CI C D. Integration with our systems, supply chain, right. ER, everything is going to be right. And I think Kevin was the name of the guy who mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have. If you're starting at a chip level solution, you have a new coffee machine, and you want to build security into it. Then you're starting with a chip. We have, uh, you know, a, a development board that we can use that customers can use to get started with that immediately. If the chip is a little bit daunting for them, we have certified modules um, that uh, do a lot of the work for them too, so they can get to market quicker. And then if it's a brownfield opportunity and install device, then Guardian's a good solution for that. That's also available from Avnet. So and if, if folks want to continue the discussion and have additional conversation points, you're the, kind of the person to go to and talk Absolutely. to. Can they reach out to you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, um, you can. Uh, on LinkedIn is obviously a good opportunity to, to get a hold of me. And then if you want to contact me directly via email, I'm at phil, P-H-I-L dot H-E-I-N-E, Heine at avnet, A-V-N-E-T.com. Very cool. Ali, anything to add before we uh, close the session, close the day? Again, great way to kick off this you know, session and series with you. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. And hopefully we can have Phil and Avnet coming back with more great stuff as we kind of continue this journey together. And on behalf of MTC and the team, I want to thank you all for joining this session. And until next month. 100%. Thanks a lot, Ali, for your partnership and for pushing me personally. Um, we're going to go ahead and post some of the links, ways you can contact Phil, and uh, things that we covered uh, throughout the talk in the, in, the, uh, the, the, in the conversation points below. If you really enjoyed this episode, please continue to follow us. And as we begin to formulate uh, a more position strategy moving forward with cool technology, we'll definitely share that with you. And please check out my podcast, which I think you may enjoy. It's called the Data Binge Podcast. You can view it anywhere your favorite place to stream podcasts. I think you'll enjoy the content there because it uh, parallels the stuff we're talking about today. So with that, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today and having some fun with us in the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow me on LinkedIn or at DRUSS Network, D-R-U-S-S Network on Twitter, Instagram. And you can also reach out to me anytime via email at Derek at the databinge.com. The Data Binge podcast is a personal thought form where we share knowledge and ideas. Views and opinions expressed here do not reflect those of my employer, Microsoft. I really hope you enjoyed. Thanks a lot.